On today's episode, we are going to take a look at two new growth stocks. Both of these stocks are growing revenue at crazy levels and are in both in different markets. The first company is one that is in the high performance computing market, which is needed in artificial intelligence and machine learning is needed in the cloud servers. The second is an underwater robotics company, a very cool company again, and is starting to do robotics as a service. This is insane. Let me say Both these companies are very small cap, and I'm pretty sure most of you have not heard of them. I've actually found them in this great list that I did a video about last week, which was the fastest 500 technology companies growing in 2020. And if you guys haven't checked out that video, make sure to check it out. For each stock, I will do the following. First, I will do an overview of what they do. Then I'll take a look at financial outlook, how are their numbers looking. And at the end, I'm going to give a risk. I'll talk about the risk and my thoughts. Um, one of this company I actually just purchased a few days ago. And the second one, I'm actually thinking about adding the more I read onto it. So I hope you guys enjoy the video. And like always, welcome back to the channel. My name is Jose Naharo, and I am a self-taught investor. Make sure to check out the merch down below. Before we start, make sure to smash that like button. It helps so much with the YouTube algorithm. And if you want to know when I buy or sell stocks, make sure to check out on the description and the pinned comment. A link to my Discord channel is free to anybody that wants to join and all my other social platforms. Also, don't forget to get your free stock on Weeple. If you deposit $100 following the link below, um, we both get a free stock. I think right now they're doing a special. We might get two or three free stocks. And finally, if you want to learn more about becoming a better investor, make sure to check out my Patreon. I have just released my introduction to financial statements. And now my second video series that I'm releasing there are things I look at when looking at earnings and when I'm looking at analyzing a company. So make sure to check that out as well. All right, so the first company we're actually going to take a look at is called One Stop System. This is ticker OSS, and this is traded on the NASDAQ right now, and it has a market cap of about $50 million. Very, very small company we see. This, I think, is probably going to be one of the smallest companies I've ever looked at. And One Stop System, if you guys don't know, I'm very bullish in the, for example, the clouding market, the artificial intelligence market, the machine learning market, and all these markets have to deal with one thing high power computing. So first, let me talk about some of the products that One Stop System has. So the main product within One Stop System is what they call this artificial intelligence on the fly. And the way they say this is the power of the data centers to the edge when you can't wait for the cloud. So for example, high power computings, they're all all these high process computers are in data centers, right? So what ends up happening is, let's say you're trying to do something in the cloud. Um, your computer is not doing all the work itself, right? So this this high power processing computing, um, you kind of send like the problem or the data, and then this goes to the cloud, and then from the cloud it goes to the data center. The data center then kind of com- with this high power computing computes all that all everything that needs to be computed, sends it back to the cloud, and then sends it back to you. So there are certain applications that obviously you can't wait for the cloud. And this is, for example, when actions must take place now. So One Stop System created this platform, which is introducing artificial intelligence on the fly. So this is the power of the data center at the edge. And this is performance without compromise. This is high speed processing 
in the field. One of, uh, a few of the products that they mentioned, for example, are in submarine hunters. Um, they must identify, monitor, process, learn, and act immediately. Autonomous vehicles, for example, they must be able to collect, process, learn, and act immediately. So the, ter- the markets and applications that they're working with are the military, media entertainment, commercial aircraft, autonomous vehicles, instrumentations, and medical field. And how are they doing this? What are they doing? So the first thing that they're doing is they're making building blocks. So if you guys know me, I'm very, very bullish in the overall high power computing, artificial intelligence, and especially in the clouding server markets. If you guys don't know, the cloud server are pretty much, uh, let's just go back a bit. To build a computer, you need certain things. You need a CPU, a GPU, you need memory, you need storage, you need motherboard and power. For a high processing computer, it's pretty much the same thing, except you have big, big blocks of them. So instead of just having one flash, um, one fl- one memory, one RAM of memory stick, you're gonna have multiple of them. If, instead of having one solid state drive, you're gonna have multiple of them. So here they have their flash array storage or their servers around them. Um, instead of having one GPU or one CPU, you have GPU compute accelerators, which is up to 16 GPUs in here. And these, they all work together to process this information fast. So with artificial in the fly, they make servers which are compact and perfect fit and ruggedized. Ruggedized is pretty important, especially in the military field, right? You need to make sure it's able to take vibrations, it's able to take the heating, the power, and all that. So they make these building blocks that now they're in compact form and can be used on the fly. Another important thing is they do, um, uh, and like I said, for most of this stuff, a, a lot of these high power accelerators and for all these high power computing is something that other companies do. For example, um, Dell does it, HPE does it. A lot of big, a lot of people, a lot of companies make this form of high of, of blocks that are used for servers. But not many of them make these building blocks for you to bring that artificial intelligence or the high power computing to the edge, to right where you need to bring it. And one place I do recommend you guys checking out if you want to learn more about One Stop System is their YouTube channel. They have a few videos where they talk about stuff like this. The first one, one that I really would recommend you guys watching is this one, bringing data center, high processing computing, artificial performance to the edge into actionable intelligence. Um, So definitely check that one out. And this one is completely outside of of this company, but this is pretty cool for NVIDIA and for just GPUs. I keep saying how GPUs are going to be the main technology in the future world that we're going to. And here, look, the compute speed of a single GPU versus a single CPU. And you can see it's dramatically faster to have the power that a GPU can do. And um, One Stop System actually has developed a Gen 4 PCI slot which is the world's first for NVIDIA's GPUs. And this is something that I find pretty, pretty cool. So here there's, like I mentioned, they have the ruggedized, which is for military usage and for, look at this, for constant moving around and vibrations. They have the form factor. They have the size and weight power, which can be put in cell drying vehicles. It can also be put in military applications. 
they have some great customers they have raytheon they have lyft they have general dynamics uh, a big company um national instruments they have boeing as well wavelight so these are big military companies and from Raytheon, General Dynamics, and Boeing, right? Then they have other ones like Lyft That's and National Instruments are, are pretty cool and big ones as well. One thing that I do want to say is look at this annual revenue. In 2019, they grew their revenue 57% from 2018 compared to 2019. Like I mentioned, this is a very small cap company, very small shares outstanding. Um, but like I mentioned, they are... Uh, it's one to be very careful about just because of the way that small cap companies work. So if one thinks about buying them, always go with the limit order. Revenue for quarter three was $13 million. They did have positive gross profit. And if they take a look at adjusted earnings before all those stuff, they also have profitability there. In total assets, they have about $5.5 million in cash and cash equivalents. And most of it is also in total debt of $5.5 million. And the main reason is this is a small company. So they did take a nice amount of chunk from, from loans coming in due to PPI and the COVID and COVID situations. They took advantage of it and grabbed some to continue to be able to pay their stuff. Like I mentioned, this is a very small company. Full-time employees are only 93. Um, so they've had had some solid revenue growth, but there are some bad things about one-stop system. For example, stock performance, very volatile company. If we take a look at their stock, let's see if we can pull up their stock price in the past five years right it's been very very volatile it's kind of gone down the company has also shifted in what they're working with they're now becoming more focused on what they're doing they had leadership change recently they're now focusing on specific um, customers they're also only focusing on certain products now which i think was a great move for them again this is a market i'm very very bullish on and i'm really liking what i'm seeing like i mentioned they are having some issues right now and especially with leadership change and just not so recent ago um just so recent ago june 2020 again kind of throw some red flags here and there so one stop system like i said is traded under the nasdaq under the nasdaq and right now year to date has returned about 46 percent to investors this is actually if you guys wanted to know this is the company i recently purchased um if we take a look at max it is actually down a bit from when it started trading it is down about 32 percent like i mentioned very small market cap about 50 million dollars if we take a look at their non-gap earnings per share they are forward pe ratio for december of 2021 of 17.59 that's a very i want to say reasonable forward pe ratio for a company growing pretty fast revenue for 2020 is expected to be 51 million for 2021 is expected to be 56.83 million that's an expectation of growth of close to 10 percent revenue growth very strong and i do believe they're going to continue to see strong growth as this high power computing is high processing computing is not going anywhere so one stop system like i mentioned for the previous four or five quarters has actually been positive in cash flow from operations and that's pretty good obviously this most recent quarters they kind of saw some fluctuation and that has to happen due to COVID 19 this was a very small company they had a shutdown they are in california 
Um, so it had to shut down. So obviously, I would have expected cash flow from operations to decrease. But overall, we're seeing an uptrend, and we're also seeing an uptrend in earnings per share. If we also take a look at ownership, ownership for this company is pretty strong. 18.3% is Stephen Cooper, which was the ex-CEO of the company. Now, I believe he's just a director in, in the board, um, and he owns a big portion. Another one is another individual called James Reardon. He owns about 7% of the business. If we take a look at historical growth, for one stop system in 2019 it grew about 57 percent in 2018 it grew 34 percent in 2017 it grew 45 percent and in 2016 it grew 32.67 percent we can see this is why it made it into that list of deloitte deloitte top 500 companies right now so what do i like about one stop system first the overall market that they're hitting i think is pretty impressive to me they're a very small market cap company not many people have heard about them um they're growing revenues at great levels their balance sheet is not the best obviously with small companies especially small ones like this you you're not going to see too much of a strong balance sheet but as we saw they do have enough cash right now for to pay off their their debt it's almost a one-to-one ratio they are positive in non-gap earnings per share and they are positive in cash flow from operations and i just wanted to take a look as we can see most about half of their debt is non-current debt the other is current debt this company has enough to pay off all that current debt, which is great news, especially with that positive cash flow from operations as well. What are some things I don't like? The first thing I don't like is it has to be a small, it's a small market cap company. This usually has very low volume. So when purchasing this stock, you have to make sure to put a limit order. If not, you're going to be paying some crazy prices. Another thing is they are very volatile when they are small market companies. Um, there's a nice amount of com- of competitors in this field as well. Maybe not too much in the military and rugged dice, and that's why I'm really liking One Stop System. Um, but in just the overall making high processes computing server blocks, that's something that's a big field in there. We have a lot of companies doing that market right now. So some major things fundamentally, it looks okay. It's not a great fundamental company. Again, I'm more in touch right now of the market size and the type of growth that they're expected to see and the overall market they're hitting um so the second company we're going to take a look at is kraken robotics and this is a canadian company you can trade it off the over the counter as ticker krknf but i'm pretty sure you can trade it in the tsxv as ticker png um so Kraken Robotics, this is one I'm really liking right now. I think it's pretty cool too. Uh, So first, let's just take a look. This is another small cap company. This is going to be one many might consider a penny stock because it's lower than a dollar. Year to date, the company is pretty much flatline sitting at, like I said, flatline. Compare from its all-time highs, it is down about 29%. Again, very small market cap company, so very low volume. Like I said, if one is looking into buying companies like this, make sure to put a limit order. Let's take a look at what Kraken Robotics does. So Kraken Robotics is a marine technology company engaged in the design, development, and marketing of advanced sonar, laser sensors, and systems and subsea power solutions for unmanned underwater vehicles for military and commercial applications. Right now, they have been growing consistently since inception and now provide a full integrated suite of products including thrusters, batteries, sensors, vehicles, 
and launch and recovery system. This growth, now that they have all these products, has also enabled Kraken to start focusing in a new in a new type of revenue collection. And this is robotic as a service. Maybe someone might not want to make their own aquatic robot. Maybe they just want to rent it out. And now Kraken, since they have this nice product list, they're able to do this, which provides clients with end-to-end services and Kraken. Kraken's highly skilled team manages the project's planning, subsea service, and delivers a complete data package at the end of the contract. Very, very small. Cool, cool company. If we take a look at what they do, here are some of the products. They have the Thunderfish, which is an autonomous underwater vehicle. They have the Sea Scout, which is an unmanned launch and system recovery. They have, for example, Sea Power, which are pressure-tolerant batteries. Obviously, to go underwater, you need to have special type of batteries that handle that pressure they make that sea power available they also do the 3d um sea vision which all these sensors 3d laser imaging um and they also do they also do synthetic aperture sonar um sensors as well they sell other stuff like the seas the, like the thrusters and also other sonar vehicles so if we take a look at kraken like i mentioned this is ticker if you're looking at it in the over the counter is ticker krk and f if you have the broker I use in the United States, Fidelity, you can trade it with zero commission. Um, so right now you can see Carl Kenny, which is the CEO and the president, owns about 15% of the company. Then you have some Ocean Infinity owns 12% and some other small guys like Greg, which is the COO. We also have a member of the of the board. We also have the uh, senior vice president of engineering own portions of the company. A, a lot of insiders own most of it. About 20% of the company is owned by insiders. A 66 is owned by the general public. So what type of growth are we seeing here with Kraken? So Kraken, it has shown strong revenue growth in the past. In the past year, it grew its revenue about 26.1%. Future growth is also expected to be pretty strong. They're growing their revenues at at 33.5% on average annually for the next three to five years. So we also see they are achieving profitability pretty soon. And I do believe they're positive in non-GAAP earnings. We're also seeing an improvement in cash flow from operations. If we take a look at their balance sheet, they have about... $1.9 $1.9 million in cash and short-term investment and about $900,000 in, in, in debt. So they have a lot more, about two times more cash than they do debt. So if we take a look at Kraken, one thing about Kraken is because they're working in such a new on such a new product, I want to say underwater, it, underwater exploration is still something that's very new to the human world that they do get a lot of funding from national research facilities and other places. So this is one way they continue to be funded. They are very small. I don't know if I gave you guys the market cap. Their market cap right now is about 95 Canadian, 95 million Canadian dollars. So very, very small company as well this company's most recent revenue is down a lot compared to same time last year and the main reason is most of their customers if we go to their website i think they kind of have some other customers um that they that they deal with uh, a lot of military companies like united states navy national the Royal Navy, they have the National Defense of, of Canada, they have the United States Navy Navy, like I mentioned. So a lot of military 
Lockheed Martin, a lot of military customers are behind Kraken right now. And with COVID situation, with the government slowing down with stuff like this, obviously there have been some slowness in orders or not just in orders, but just the payment process in, in general that has slowed down a bit. Um, so Kraken right now, their revenues is down about lost a lot it was down about 80 percent compared to the same time last year but same time last year during the quarter they had a big big order of batteries which was a one-time thing so that's really drop dropping the revenue down again overall revenue is increasing dramatically in long term of things all right so now let me talk about kraken kraken what am i liking kraken is one i haven't purchased but I'm liking the more uh, I'm reading about it. The first thing, the robotics as a service reoccurring revenue is a pretty great move. Them having being in the underwater market, um, the underwater sea exploration is pretty good, especially since it's very new market and one that's very tight niche in my opinion. They already have all these products and now this robotics as a service is gonna make them a lot stronger. Strong revenue growth, expected to be positive in earnings and cash flow from operations pretty soon. They have a very strong balance sheet. So fundamentally, they do look okay. What are some things I'm not too happy about? Um, a great, like I mentioned, most of their customers are military based. So if there's a slowdown in, in funding for military products, that can definitely cause uh, this company to, to slow down in revenue. Another thing I'm liking is, hey, because it's underwater solution, they get a lot of funding from other research facilities and, and stuff like that, trying to do more. I can see more educational platforms, also research platforms, being some other customers as well. And we saw there are different markets. They're in the United States Navy. They're in the um, Canadian Navy. And they're also in the Royal Navy. Great things. Small market cap company. So it's going to be very volatile. It's going to be very low volume. So you have to make sure to put a limit order if one purchases. This, This, I believe, is going to be the second company I purchased. And these are going to be small companies, right? They're small purchases. These are not going to be heavy purchases in my portfolio. But these are small cap that, hey... If someone buys them out, if they continue to grow, this 1%, 2% of my portfolio can grow dramatically. And there are companies that I'm excited because I know that technology, right? Um, Because of my current work, I'm really familiar with with these types of applications. And because of my overall education, I'm very familiar with the high-processing computing thing. So that's why I'm kind of excited on these companies. So that's it for today's episode, guys. I hope you guys enjoyed. These are two new growth stocks. It it did take me some time to learn a lot about them. So I hope you guys enjoyed the process. Make sure to subscribe. Make sure to hit the thumbs up. And like always, even a small comment helps the channel out so much. Take care, guys. Have a good night and see you next time.